0: Welcome to the Good Evening Kitties podcast, the Tales from the Crip Review. My name is Melissa, your ghostess with the mostess, and today's episode is season four, episode two This'll Kill Ya. Let's go ahead and get into it. As always, John Cassier does the voice of the Crip Keeper, and Danny Elfman does the theme song. This episode was directed by Robert Longo, who also directed movies like Johnny Mnemonic. The screenplay was written by A.L. Katz and Gilbert Adler. And this episode stars Sonia Braga from TV's American Family. Dylan McDermott from TV's The Practice, and Clevon Little from movies like Blazing Saddles. This episode aired June 27th, 1992. And the description on the box says, A prescription for doom. Coworkers at a drug research firm give a cruel boss a dose of his own medicine. So this is one of those uh, revenge-y type ones. A lot of those are like that. So this episode starts out, the crib keeper is in his crypt, and he's, he's a carpenter. And he's hammering a nail into a board of wood and he hits his thumb. And he's like, I love it when that happens. So of course he likes the pain. He likes to be hurt. And it's kind of gross because what they did is he hits his finger. And it's, I mean, it's gross, but it's kind of cool. Like he holds his finger up and you can see it pulsing like where he hit it. So like, it's like throbbing. So that's kind of cool. He's hurting himself here in the beginning. And he's got these little overalls on and a little work shirt building things up and he's using what he says is his little ghoul box instead of his little toolbox. then he brings in the episode. And so this one starts out, starts out a little gory. And it opens up as this, I guess it's like a Jeep, some kind of like, I don't know, Jeepy, SUV type car. Pulls up and it opens, and it opens up with a real bloody scene here of the back of the trunk of the car opening up. And there's a man there who's dead. And it's, he's got this blunt force trauma head wound that's pretty gnarly looking. And it, this is what the episode opens up to. So I was like, phew, okay. So it starts with like this this traumatic injury, right? And so there's blood everywhere. And so this guy pulls the dead body out of the car and starts dragging it by its feet up to a police station. And as he's dragging it, it's just leaving like this trail of blood. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty graphic. He's just slowly dragging this guy by one foot and there's just blood And so he gets to the police station and he drags the body in, and the guy's just like, like the cop's just like, oh, okay, um.
1: Holy shit. I'm dead. And this is the guy that killed me. Okay, buddy. Just raise your hands. Keep more, I can see him. Go ahead and shoot me now. It doesn't matter. You see, I'm dead already. Shut up. You should have seen it coming.
0: So he goes in there, and he he comes in, and he's like, "This guy that I'm dragging here on the ground, played by Cleavon Little, is the man who killed me." Even though technically the guy who's talking is still alive. This guy is named George, and he's played by Dylan McDermott. And so George is dragging this body into the police station. And he's like, this guy is the guy that's, that killed me. I know I'm not dead yet, but that's what's happening. And you have to understand. And the cops are immediately just like pulling guns like, okay, dude, you're, um, you're crazy. And so George is like, just shoot me. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be dead anyway soon. And so you're like, what is, what's going on? So this is like a flash forward to what's going to happen later. So now we go back and it's at this drug company or it's just like a lab kind of thing. And uh, Sonia Braga, whose name is Sophie in this, is going through a fridge, uh, like a small fridge, and she's looking for insulin. Now there's all these other little bottles of things in there for their lab, and the insulin should not be in there. The insulin is for George. He's uh, insulin dependent, diabetic, and he hates needles, so he wants Sophie to give him his insulin for the day because he can't stand to do it to himself. And so she's looking for it because you got to keep insulin in the fridge, so she's looking for it, and she's like, this isn't good. Um, You have all these other things that we're working on in here. If I didn't read the label, it'd be a problem. And you're like, oh, foreshadowing. Okay. And so, so she's looking at this and she pulls out the insulin and it's next to a bottle of something that's called H cell 24, which I'll get to in a little bit. That's what they're working on right now. That's like their big project. So he has her give him the insulin. And then during this, like she gives him the insulin and he's kind of a flirty dude, like kind of creepy, like to her, she's over it. Apparently they've had a past and she's just like, I don't, just stop. So she like jabs the needle in his arm and he can't even look, like he just can't do it. I don't know how he does it any other time. I guess she does it every day, I don't know. So then in walks Pac Brightman, who is another colleague. And this is Cleavon Little, who we will see later, who is dead. So we know that this guy's gonna die. He comes in and he's mad and he's mad at George and he's yelling.
1: George, you are a son of a bitch. I just want you to explain to me why you continue to do this kind of thing. Do what? Oh, George just put out another press release without even telling us. George, you didn't. Oh, yes, he did. And this time, he really went to town. Mr. George Gatlin asserted that he and his partners, Pack Brightman and Sophie Wagner, have developed a hybrid cell that will revolutionize the treatment of disease by breeding the disease out of it. Our results, says Mr. Gatling, show that H-Cell 24 will be both inexpensive and safe. you have a problem with that, Pack? George,
0: you told them we're ready for human testing? We will be. George apparently put out paper without them knowing that said that they were basically... He put out like a press release that said that the lab was basically ready for human trials for this H-Cell 24, which helps fight disease. And it's not suitable for human testing, but he's like jumping the gun and letting them know that that's what's going on. And so they all get in a big fight. Everyone's mad at George. George is mad at everyone. <laughs> he's just basically pushing things too fast. And if they do start doing human trials and it's not ready, I mean, they could get shut down to lose like their grants or whatever that's keeping their their stuff going. And, and basically Sophie and Pac are just sick of him undermining them. And making them look bad or making them have to work harder on stuff that that's not even true yet. And so they're just mad. They're frustrated. So now it cuts to a bar. And Sophie's there and she's just drinking away her troubles. She's upset. And I like her. And she's, she's got a, she's like kind of got a sass to her that's kind of, I like her. And so as she's there at the bar just trying to get away from George, up comes George. And he kisses her on the cheek. And she's like, ew, get away. And he's kind of flirting with other ladies around her. And then flirting with her, and she's just like, what is happening? <laughs> what I don't like about this character of George, I mean, Dylan McDermott plays it really well. Like, he's just a creep. But that's the thing, is he's so cocky that that's the thing that kind of bugs me about him. So they're kind of talking it out, and she's basically saying, like, you really shouldn't have done this, we're not ready, the drug trials aren't ready.
1: The last time you put a like this was bad enough. Telling that venture capitalist guy the H cell 24 was patented. It was patented. Right! months after you told him you could have compromised the whole project but we didn't though did we huh did we no
0: that's not the point some of us care about our integrity you know and he kind of starts like hitting on her and she has this great line here and what she says is right now
1: the idea of being intimate with you makes me sick
0: (laughs) And the way she says it, like, and he's just real flirty with her. And she's, it's just really good the way she says it. So she goes home and she's at her house and she's getting ready to get in the bathtub. So she's taking her robe off and, you know, she's, she's going to be naked. From behind her comes in George. And she immediately is like, what are you doing here? And you're not supposed to be here. And she's exposed. And he comes in and he's like, well, I had a key. So I thought I'd come in. I mean, apparently they, they were a thing, like I said. And she's like, I should have never done that. You know, <laughs> just, she's like you need to get out you need to leave and so unfortunately this episode or this episode here right here gets a little rapey it's uh it was a little uncomfortable she's upset like I don't know I didn't like it she's upset she's telling him to get out she's running at him and hitting on at him and then he like throws her up against the wall and he's trying to kiss on her at first I'm like okay cool she's gonna kick him out right that's you know she's mad she he like throws her in the bathtub and just starts like taking off her robe and eventually she just kind of does it like she's like okay cool and i was like oh i don't like that i am like i don't like how he just kind of forced her into it and then she was like all right and i'm like oh no but that's what happens so they they hook up again and it's weird so they do that it's awkward and didn't like it and it cuts to the next uh i guess it's early next morning or later it looks like maybe even late that night and he's getting ready to leave saying he's heading back to the lab because he's got work to do. And, and she's just like, Ugh, I, I can't believe I did that again and I shouldn't. And does Pac know that we're sleeping together? And you know, and he's like, who cares what he knows? It doesn't matter. She feels bad that she's doing this, but for some reason she can't, she can't quit him. I don't know why. He, he's not that great. I mean, I guess when you work with someone so closely and you have a history, I don't know. She's like, you know, we may have slept together, but we're not involved. So don't be getting all weird. I make many mistakes. This is one of them kind of thing. So she's like, if you're leaving, get out of here. So he leaves, so he goes back to the lab and it's early the next morning. I, I think it looks like, yeah. And yeah, so he's apologizing to Pac and saying like, I'm sorry about what I did. And I, I do mean it. And here I made you some coffee and he's trying to like extend an olive branch and Pac is not buying it. He's just like, you never apologize if you unless you want something and then he's just like no I don't want anything and he's got just such this smirk on his face all the time that you just want to slap it out of his face and so he is again saying he's sorry Pac's like fine well you won't do it again right so he goes to sit down and Sophie comes in and they're all just kind of hanging out and working Pac goes to open that fridge up again and he's like hey I picked up a couple things for you and i am putting them in the fridge or you know whatever and I guess for their work and then He's like, hey, will you get the insulin out? I need to get my stuff again. And Pac's like, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give you your medicine. You do it. But then Sophie's like, well, I'll do it. So they're getting the needle ready. And the, the way that they're looking at each other, you can tell something's a little up. They're not super obvious. And she gets the, the insulin in the, in the needle and she goes over to set it. And right before she gives it to him, Pac starts yelling that, oh no, that wasn't the insulin. That was the H cell 24.
1: On the same shelf with the insulin. 50 CC's, George. There are billions of H cells in there. Listen. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die, am I? It's not, gonna, it's not gonna kill me, is it? Is it? Holy shit, you gotta inject you with something that, that turns it off. What were we so.
0: trying to tell yesterday, George? We don't have
1: it! We don't have anything! We are at least six months away. Six months.
0: And the way that Dylan McDermott freaks out is really good, actually. Like he's immediately, like you just see like the blood rush from his face and he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm dead, I'm dead. And part of me is like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have been telling people that this stuff works if you're that scared of it. Because apparently what this thing does is it's supposed to, you inject it into a person who's sick with a certain disease and then it like kills that disease. But so far, all it's been doing is causing a lot of tumors and killing the host. So they're still working on some stuff and they need like an antidote and some things like that. So they're not quite there yet. And so immediately he's like, oh my gosh, that's it. I'm, I'm going to be covered in tumors. I'm dead. He's like freaking out. He's starting to like sweat. And Sophie's like, there are billions of H cells in there. It's not going to be good. Oh my gosh. You know, they're freaking out too. So they've been kind of watching him over some time. And he's starting to kind of get faint and lay on the ground. And he's, he's afraid of what's going to happen to him. He's not feeling well. And so he's like, honestly, what's gonna happen to me? And Sophie's like, well, it's gonna spread throughout your body and grow tumors, which he should probably kind of know if this was his job. But I think they're more, I think Sophie and Pac are more of the lab people and he's more of like the grant writer and the boss kind of guy. So he might not know quite as much, which is another reason why you shouldn't be making accusations that you can do something that you can't when you don't know if you can. Anyway, she's like, you're gonna get tumors everywhere. It's not gonna be good. We're sorry. And then Pac's like, I've been trying to make an antidote, but it just, it's not working. If I give it to you, it'll kill you. And so basically George is like, how long do I have? And he's like, a couple of hours, maybe. And I'm like, dang, this is a real fast moving thing of H cells that they have. If it'll kill the host within like a couple hours, like, whew, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty potent. So he's pretty freaked out. So he leaves and he starts hallucinating and he's hallucinating all these weird things. He's like hallucinating why he's at the bar and everyone he looks at has all these nasty tumors like growing out of their face or out of their chest and it's really kind of gross and he's just like picturing what's going to happen to him he's like oh my gosh we have all these tumors you know <laughs> and just tumors everywhere and so he's freaking out so he starts hearing like some rumor or something that that Sophie and Pac were hanging out together or something and so he goes back over like from the bartender the bartender said like they were hanging out or something down at the end of the bar earlier and like celebrating and he was like celebrating why would they be doing that so he gets kind of suspicious and he goes back over to Sophie's house and the answer machine goes off and that's where he hears a message from Pack.
1: Sophie listen I gotta talk to you I'm still feeling guilty as hell about George fucking with his insulin and all I'm not saying you weren't right I think it had to be done but oh shit call me okay or better yet, why don't you meet me at the lab? There's some stuff I want to show you.
0: Oh my gosh, they were setting me up. They're trying to kill me because they're so mad of what I did and trying to take my work and our work and like do all this stuff. And so since no one ever talks to anybody in this, in things, in situations like this, he goes back over to the lab and that's where Pack is working and he comes up behind Pack, and he's got a bat. And so he's, he's freaked out because he thinks he's going to die in a couple of hours, you know, if not less. And there's just tumors everywhere. And he doesn't have any right now, but he knows that there will be some, if not some internally. So he's like, hey, Dr. Brightman. And Pac turns around and he's like, oh, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? And then he tell, starts to tell him something. And he's like, hang on, I have some good news. I want to tell you something. And George is like, well, uh, I have some news too. I found a cure. And he takes the bat and hits pack in the head like real good like a real good like whack right in the right in the head and he's just like Pff. and it doesn't kill him but it knocks pack down you know with the blunt force trauma from the beginning and he's like stunned and he's trying to talk and george is really enjoying this murder he's just like yeah that was great i like hitting you and and he doesn't have time to explain and he doesn't get to and he takes the a huge needle full of the h cell 24 and jabs it straight into his chest like into his heart and shoots it in. And then the guy dies like a really weird death. And just like shaking around from this injection of this of this concoction there of the H cell 24. So then it cuts back to the police station. And he's like, so go ahead, shoot me. You know, he's, he's dragged Pac's body in there. He's covered in blood. He beat Pac to death and injected him with all this stuff. Which I guess he'll get tumors anyway. I don't know, he died. I think it was right into his heart. So it was pretty bad. And then I guess... Sophie from what I can gather Sophie went back over to the lab maybe saw that there was a scuffle somehow knew he dragged him over to this this certain police station I don't know I'm not quite sure how she knew which police station to go to but she comes running in and she's all flustered because yeah I don't know maybe he left a note I don't know and so he she comes all flustered and she's and she's freaking out and she sees you know this body of of her friend Pac and her coworker. And she's like, oh my gosh, George, what did you do? And she's just like, disgusted with him. She's like, what did you do?
1: There's nothing wrong with you, George. You're not dying. We did not inject you with the aged cells. We doctored your insulin and added a little something to make you feel sick, that's what are you, all. What, what, are you, what are you talking about? What, what, are you, what are you saying? We're trying to teach you a lesson. To give you a better attitude before we told you the good news for christ's
0: sake george and she's like no no you asshat she's like there's nothing wrong with you you're not dying she basically so what they did is it wasn't the h cell 24 they gave him they just said that they were planning to kind of give him a taste of his own of his own medicine a little bit i guess because of the way he was with undermining them and promising things that they weren't sure they were going to be able to do and things like that so what they did is they doctored his insulin and gave him a little something in it that would also make him feel a little sick so like it wasn't going to kill him but like the reason that he felt kind of unwell is because it was something that was in the insulin already like it it, he wasn't gonna die or anything and she's like yeah we were trying to tell you we didn't inject you into it. Like they were kind of maybe going to let it go a little longer. Maybe they let it go a little longer than they should have. And so he got paranoid. And he's like, wait, what are you talking about? Are you are you serious? And she's like, yeah, we were trying to teach you a lesson. And then she's like, didn't you hear what Pac, like, because they already knew the, this good news. They're like, we're trying to teach you a lesson and then give you this good news, which is what Pac was trying to do before he got murdered. And the good news is that they solved the problem. They solved the problem for the human testing. They found that the H cell works. I guess they found an antidote or something that they could do to make it so that people wouldn't get tumors and they could start the human testing. And so then it just cuts to George's face and he's just like, oh, shit. Because like, basically, I mean, he's screwed. He's not going to die. He murdered this man in cold blood. Everyone sees it. He basically admitted it. He's, he's done. You also probably shouldn't have let this go on. For Sophie and Pack. you probably should have told him after like an hour. I think it was probably at least like part of the day. That they didn't tell him. I think after an hour or two, I would have been like, JK, you're not going to die. Ha ha ha. Look, we found the antidote or whatever. But they didn't do that. Snowpack so is dead, unfortunately. And so he looks at the camera. George does, realizing the error of his ways. And then it cuts to black. And that's the end of this episode. And so it cuts over to the Crypt Keeper. And this part's kind of fun. He's, um, he's hanging out. And so his project that he was building, like earlier in the beginning, he was building, he said he was building a bookcase for his library. Get it, guys! Library, and so now what he was building is uh, like a hangman's post. So he's got this hanging block, and he's fixing it up, and he's hammering the last of it, and he's got the switch, and he's gonna he's gonna hang a couple of these skeletons by their nooses, and so that's what he's kind of taking it out in and he's throwing the puns around, and it's it's a nice setup. I mean, they had a, a lot of stuff in in this um, crypt here, and then he pulls it, and they all they all hang. Crypt keeper, you're so punny. And the best cryptkeeper pun is, I've always wanted a swing set. Just a little something for when I'm hanging
1: out watching the news. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> uh, now that's what I call
0: well hung. <laughs> the next episode is season 4 episode 3 on A Dead Man's Chest. Um, There is a little trivia here from IMDb. This was Cleavon Little's final filmed performance. And yeah, that's the end of Season 4, Episode 2, This'll Kill Ya. The next one is Season 4, Episode 3, On a Dead Man's Chess. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode of the Good Evening Kitties podcast. If you'd like to reach me, you can email me at goodeveningpod at gmail.com. There's a Facebook page you can follow and leave a review on. You can leave a review on iTunes. You can also follow my Twitter, which is at gekpodcast, at G-E-K Podcast. And again, thank you so much for listening and have a great one.
1: thought my heart was beating.